the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is sponsored by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Tough Topic Tuesday in the nation's capital. Are you ready to talk to me? I'm ready to talk to you. Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Wherever you are in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on my socials at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Thanks a lot for tuning in on Facebook Live and on YouTube Live. And then, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM. Right here out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV. That's D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So thanks a lot. Well, today is Tough Topic Tuesday. And today we're going to talk about the right to vote, but for non-citizens. Non-citizens. Do you believe that non-citizens should have the right to vote at a, a local level. That's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to tell you right after I pray what my opinion is, and then I want you to try to convince me otherwise. Either you'll agree with me or you won't agree with me, and that's okay, all right? So I'm just telling you right now, I don't always give you my direct opinion, right? But this is one of those, convince me otherwise, and maybe you could because, like, I'm not that strong on it, but I have a pretty good opinion on this, all right? And uh, I, I want to know if... Uh, if you think that, no, Doc, I think you ought to change your opinion, and here's why. All right? That's the kind of discussion I'd like to have. So let's, um, let's bow for a word of prayer. Then I'll give you my number, and then I'll set this up and let you know what, exactly what has taken place coming out of uh, New York News just last week. Okay, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that we can all be citizens of the kingdom of God. Thank you that you love us and that you've uh, accepted us into your kingdom. Now, I ask that you give us wisdom and give us a great conversation uh, as we think about all these different issues day by day. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Together, everyone said in his name, amen and amen. There are other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. Or you can go to Embrace Gracism. Dot com. Gracism is a book that I wrote, and I'd love for you to learn more about that and what it means to be a gracist. Now, if you want to call me in the studio today on this topic of non-citizens voting, my phone number is 888-432-7434. Got it? 888-432-7434. Today's tough topic, the right to vote. 
for non-citizens. Last week, New York became the largest city to give non-citizens the right to vote in local elections. I say no. I don't think it's a good idea. Convince me otherwise. We're not talking about illegal citizens, okay? We're talking about non-citizens. That's somebody has a green card. That's somebody who is a legal resident of the United States, right? And so let's say somebody's been here 10, 15, 20 years. They're working for Verizon. Uh, they've uh, had children here. They're married. They're part of the community, and they're, they're from Canada, all right? Should they have the right to vote? Well, uh, New York says, yeah, they should have the right to vote, not at a state or, or federal level, okay, not for like president or, or uh, a congressman or something, but for, you know, local, local citizens. So they approved a measure that will allow immigrants who are not U.S. citizens, talking about the city council of New York, to vote for mayor and other key municipal positions a historic move that is igniting threats of legal challenges from Republicans and hopes from Democrats that other cities will follow suit. Those in the United States illegally cannot vote in New York's municipal elections. In in our country, they're not allowed to vote. So we're not talking about illegal citizens. We're talking about people who are legally here, legal residents like my wife was, right? When I met her, uh, she had come from Korea, been here a few years, went to Bible college. I met her, and, uh, you know, it took a few years, but she, uh, after we were married, she... uh, became a legal citizen, raised her hand and made the, you know, took the test and did the pledge and all of that. So she is a U.S. citizen, so she should have the right and privilege to vote. But there are other people, great people that we know, part of my church, part of my friend's network. Uh, like Again, they can live, be here from Cuba or they could be here from Canada or from Chile um, and love them to death, right? But should they have the right uh, to vote? And we're not talking again for the president, but we could be, it could be the mayor. All right, it could be the local school board, maybe where they've been living in a townhouse for 10 years. You tell me. I want to know what your thoughts are. I'm telling you directly what mine are because I want you to say, Doc, I agree with you, and let me tell you why. Or, Doc, I don't agree with you, and let me convince you to think about this differently. And I'd like to, uh, to engage that. Now, Republicans have vowed to fight uh, this measure in court, saying that the state constitution says citizens can vote and that New York never intended to grant voting power to people who have only lived in the country for a month or or more. And so since, you know, the state constitution says citizens, you're allowing non-citizens to vote. But some lawyers and historians argue that New York's move is probably legal because non-citizens have voted off and on in the city and in the country for more than 200 years, starting in the 1700s and picking up the steam after the Civil War, when the majority of the city's adult residents at that time were European nations, such as Ireland, Germany, Italy. And so they're like, they've always been voting, and, uh, you know, nobody was crying out then, but now you're crying out. You know, so anyway, that's the, that's the argument, all right? And by the way, Maryland and the District of Columbia, y'all are in here too. In fact, lawmakers in Washington, D.C., Illinois, and New York City this year are considering legislation that would offer uh, the vote for non-citizens in local elections such as city council and school boards. Those proposals have ignited the fierce debates that often come with immigration and voting right proposals. Some states, meanwhile, have gone in opposite directions in uh, recent years, explicitly banning non-citizens from voting 
Now, because the District of Columbia exists under federal oversight, Congress would have the right to disapprove a new D.C. law, but that's unlikely uh, for now because, well, the Democrats control both chambers and the presidency. So it's probably not going to happen right away in Washington, D.C., so far as banning non-citizens to vote. In the past three years, voters and check out these states, Alabama, Colorado, Florida, North Dakota have enacted ballot initiatives that amend their state constitutions to ensure that only U.S. citizens have a right to vote. Well, I want to know what you think about this. Do you think that non-citizens ought to have the right and the privilege to vote in local elections? Give me a call. Tell me what you think. I already told you what I think. I say no. Uh, I, I think that, you know, you ought to become a U.S. citizen and then have the privilege and the right to vote. And if not, then that's just one thing you, you don't get, and that's okay. That's my two cents on it. I want to know what yours is. My phone number is 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. After 12 years in the Army, coming back to civilian life was an adjustment. I needed to talk to someone who understood what I was going through. The Cohen Clinic at Easter Seals helped me regain my energy and can-do attitude. Hiring in today's job market is challenging. We hired Easter Seals Veteran Staffing Network as our staffing agency, and they found us the right team members, qualified, dedicated veterans who bring both top-notch skills and an energetic can-do attitude. We are Easter Seals, and our Cohen Clinic and Veteran Staffing Network are just two of the ways that Easter Seals is creating a hopeful, inclusive community where all people achieve their potential and live meaningful lives. Visit eSeal.org slash Realtalk to learn more about Easter Seals, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. It's Best Buy Waterproofing and Best Buy Design Build. So, who is this superhero guy flying over the neighborhood looking for leaky basements and leaky roofs to repair? Visit BestBuyWaterproofing.com or call 844-980-3707-247 to see what heroic home repair services look like. Basement waterproofing, mold and mildew remediation, structural repair, foundation crack injection, sump pump systems, roofing and gutters, siding and decks. So, you went to BestBuyWaterproofing.com and called 844-980-3707. Who's the real hero now? You are. Under one roof, from one side to the other. Under one roof, from the inside out. We've got you covered from top to bottom. At Best Buy, your whole house is our business. Best Buy! If you live in the Bowie, Greenbelt, Glendale, or Woodmore area, anywhere in that vicinity, guess what? Laser Landscaping LLC wants to make your lawn look beautiful. They will mow your lawn. They'll edge around the outskirts of your lawn. They'll put up plants, whatever you need to make 
your house pop. They'll do it for you. Give them a call, 240-516-4967. That's 240-516-4967. Ask for the owner, Fidel, and tell them that Dr. Anderson sent you. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's Tough Topic Tuesday, and I've got a tough one for you. We're talking about uh, non-citizen voting. Do you believe that non-citizens, not illegal citizens, but non-citizens, meaning you have legal residents here, they're supposed to be here, they're working here, uh, they're going to college, they're, they're living with you, their family members, all of that, should have the right to vote in local elections? New York says yes. Uh, they've become the largest city to give non-citizens the right to vote in local elections. And by the way, Maryland... Um, you know, uh, is in there too. The movement let all adults vote in local elections hasn't uh, sort of, you know, stopped. It's spreading all over uh, until lately San Francisco and nine Maryland cities have allowed non-citizens to vote in local or school board elections. So uh, before I take your calls, let me give you the phone number and tell you what the nine cities in Maryland are. Do you know what they are? I'm going to tell you. Uh, but first, uh, here's my number, 888 888- Four three two, seven four three four. Now, before I go to uh, Eugene on the road, let me tell you, maybe he's in, on the road in one of these nine Maryland cities. Barnesville, Chevy Chase, Section 3 and Section 5, Garrett Park, Glen Echo, Hyattsville, Martin's Additions, Mount Rainier, Riverdale, Somerset, and Tacoma Park. What do you think about that? All right, so in all those places in Maryland, non-citizens can vote. All right, 888-43-BRIDGE. Convince me otherwise. Eugene on the road. How you doing, my friend? Hey, greetings. How are you, Pastor? Hey, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. How are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. So you're on the road where? In Maryland, so at D.C.? you're on the road where? In Maryland, at D.C.? Uh, D.C., heading into Maryland, 295. Gotcha, north. gotcha. Well, my friend, I'm glad you called. So do you agree with me uh, that non-citizens should not be able to vote, or do you think non-citizens should be able to vote? Well, I hope I don't get in trouble, but I disagree with you. Okay, no, you would not get in trouble with me. I love these kind of conversations. In fact, I want you to convince me otherwise. Tell me why. Well, I believe that anyone who works and contributes and pays taxes, which benefit us all, um, and is is in this country for any length of time because um, there there are many people here who are um, not citizens but right. have been here for twenty yeah. or thirty years. I think those people should have a right 
to vote as well, to have a say-so in the conditions within the neighborhood they live. Right. And, um, okay. you know, I, I think, I think this kind of goes back to uh, slavery, you know, post-slavery, Jim Crow, even the Somalis, um, you know, in places like uh, Maine, Min- mm-hmm. um, not Portland, Maine. Minnesota. Think, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's places in Maine as well. There was a place okay. in Maine where people were in an uproar because a town that was 100% white went 90% Somalian. Uh-huh. Um, and these people, uh, now they have their first mayor up there as well. Okay, okay. Um, so, so you're I, saying, I so you're saying if they've the been right there, if they've been there for a long time, they live there, they ought to have the benefit and the privilege of voting. If that's the case, and again, I'm going to, I'm going to disagree, but not strongly because you could, you could push me over and I'd be like, okay, I'm on your side <laughs> because this one, I just don't have strong convictions about like I do other things. But here's my thing for sure. argument's sake, what's the benefit then of becoming a U.S. citizen? I don't know. It's a good question. I I think it's difficult for some people to become citizens um, for language reasons, education, and also because they're earning low wages. I'm not giving people excuses, right. um, but, um, you know, going all the way with citizen, citizenry isn't always an easy Right. But, um, I mean, it may take a while, but, like, if you go to Canada— and you decide, you know, I like this house. I want to live here. I want to raise my family here. But I don't want to be a Canadian citizen. I'm still going to vote. For, I'm, you know, I'm still going to root for the Washington football team, even though they lost to Dallas. But let's not talk about that. That's another tough topic to say. But, you know, but you just decide, you know what, I'm not going to become a citizen of Canada, but I really like Toronto. Nothing wrong with that. You can enjoy all the benefits of Toronto. But if I don't become a citizen of Canada, I feel like it's okay that I don't get the vote because I made that choice. Tell me otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, perhaps some people feel that way. Um, I just know that, you know, you, you mentioned Hyattsville. I think that's an area you're familiar with. Yeah, There's a yes, very I high am. population of, uh, of Latinos in that area. Right. I think you've seen it transition from white to, to black, and now it's predominantly Latino. Right, right. Um, and a lot of them are, as I'm sure you know, uh, not citizens. Um, right, but let's but say they are legal citizens. Let's say they're, I mean, let's yeah. say they're not illegal. Maybe some of them are. <laughs> so let's just say all the illegal mm-hmm. ones, they can't vote anyway, so that's off the table. But what about the legal right. ones that they've got a green card, they, they're supposed to be here, they raised their family here, yeah. and then you and I agree that, okay, they should have all the benefits of living in Hyattsville, Maryland. Yeah. But you yeah. can't vote. I would say you can't vote. And if I say you can't vote, then would that be motivation enough for somebody to say you know what i agree i shouldn't be able to vote but you know what i want to become american citizen so i can vote like do you think that that's enough of a motivation for somebody to want to be a citizen or you think not really i think it is a motivation for people to want to be a citizen Mm -hmm. but i think there are a lot of loopholes to becoming a citizen as well right 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 i hear you so we got to get all those loopholes together and just go ahead and let them vote (laughs) there you go hey hey, eugene man thanks for hanging with me today okay no problem god bless blessings back at you let's see what dan's talking about he's in fredericksburg virginia hi dan it's dr anderson what do you think hey hey dr anderson you are generally right about 75 (laughs) that's like a c in school (laughs) 
then this is this is one of those situations where you are correct. Uh, I am. There are certain. Yes. You wow. Know, there are uh, certain responsibilities, rights, and privileges for being a citizen. And if you uh, you know take away the voting as one of those, then you're kind of disagreeing with the Constitution and the founding fathers and how they set up citizenship. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's worked it's worked for well over 200 years. Um, and so I, I don't see a reason to change that. Okay. So I, I'm a, Dan I'm agrees with me today. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, Doc. Hey, blessings to you. Be safe out there, my friend. Let's go to Anonymous in Silver Spring, Maryland. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Okay. I just had the thought that um, if you don't have to be an American citizen or maybe even a citizen of a certain state, mm-hmm. I can just imagine like kind of suspiciously that, that someone who may be running for election for the next uh, presidential election might think of stuffing the ballot box with folks from other places. You know mm-hmm. who I'm talking about? No, go ahead and say it. Trump. Okay. That what, idiot. Oh, okay. So, okay. So you don't like Trump, but let's just say that what your thought is, is that I still don't understand your thought about like what he or somebody like him would do if they were running for president. What do you, what, t- tell me what you mean. I'm thinking he could ship in people to vote for him that oh. were not registered or something. I see what you're saying. Because he's, but he's got all these other things, you know, set up. Like so you think that he would rig an election? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. All right. Well, listen, I'm, I'm going to keep going before you get me in trouble, uh, Anonymous, because <laughs> I'm not Anonymous, so there you have it. But so then let me ask you this. Do you agree or disagree that non-citizens, not illegals, but non-citizens, you think they should be able to vote on a local level? Because, again, even if it was Mr. Trump, they can't vote on a, on a federal uh, or statewide level, but on local levels like school boards and things of that sort. Oh. Um, Should they be able to or not? I think they. I think they have to care about what's going on. Okay, let's and say they really, they, really care. They're just not a citizen, but they really care. Do they live there in that yep. municipality? Yeah, I have people that live in and go to my church. They they live in the neighborhood. Uh, they're givers. They're worshipers. They're servants. They're friends. I love them. And they're from uh, you know like Canada or or Cuba. Uh, and, and they love their country, but they've been here 15, 20 years because of a job. They consider this their home. They just haven't become citizens. That's all. Should they be able to vote locally? Well, well, these days I'm, I'm so careful, you mm-hmm. know, because our democratic system is in jeopardy, I believe. So I would say no. Okay. So, okay, so you would agree. they should not vote. You'd agree with me on that one? Okay, great. Hey, thank you, Anonymous. I wrote that down. I'm doing a little tally here, okay? Okay, thank you, Doc. Okay, God bless. Let's go to uh, Springfield, Virginia, and talk to Anonymous. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Good, Doc. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. What do you think on this one? It's about time served, Doc. Time served. People have been here. They've helped. They've been here. They've helped build this country. Somehow, the same thing they used to do to us as black people. You know, if you've been here and it's okay for them to build our roads, clean our schools, flip our burgers, 
and do all kinds of stuff as long as they don't have any rights. I don't think that that's fair. Well, in New York, you, know, you got about one... people who've been here for a long time. Okay, so you're saying that time is served. How if you've been here for one month? Because that's that's the time you get to be here uh, before you get to vote in New York. Thirty days. I, I think that that's too short. Okay. You know. So what do you, what do you think? You know, Ten years. I do believe that people. I say that people who have shown a commitment, who have been here for at least. Five years. Five, okay. You know? All right. You know, should be able to have some rights, given that they've, they've been a part of this, you know. This but they have all the, they have all the, the other rights of uh, living here. They have all of the benefits of living here. The only thing they can't do is vote. So if you tell them that they can vote as well, does that then, um, like, is there any reason for them not to become citizens? Because if I can do everything... What do you think? I'll give you the last word, 20 seconds before my break. I think that at the end of the day, being a citizen of the United States, you know, and things like that is is, is a nice idea. But if the path to citizenship was a little bit easier for them, I could understand. But people who have fled their country because they've got had it. to get out because of things that have happened to them. Okay, I got it. Bad. Hey, I'll be right back. Thank you, Anonymous. Hi, I'm Chuck, founder of A-Action Home Services. We're family-owned and operated since 1976. We specialize in plumbing, electrical, and heating. When I started A-Action, my goal was to build a business with lifelong customers. How did I do this? By respecting our customers' time and great customer service. So call us today, and you too can say, problem solved. 703-922-1900. AactionHomeServices.com. My name is Dr. Boutros. My name is Dr. McWilliams. My name is Dr. Kimberly Middleton. When it comes to correcting progressive vein disease, experience counts. For over 35 years, Vein Clinics of America has been the leader in the minimally invasive treatment of varicose and spider veins. Contrary to popular belief, vein disease isn't just cosmetic. It can be a painful, serious medical condition. The sooner it's treated, the more we can reduce the chances of future symptoms. The doctors at Vein Clinics of America have performed over 1.5 million successful procedures. They're the experts in the treatment of progressive vein disease. All of our procedures are done right here in the office using the most advanced proven technology available. Often patients don't realize how much better their legs feel until we correct the problem. See the difference experience makes. See if you qualify for a free consultation. Medicare and most insurance is accepted. Call 800-538-6200. 800-538-6200. That's 800-538-6200. HD radio listeners can hear WAVA-FM on 105.1 FM HD1. And hear us on our mobile app and on radio.com. Don't miss Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. Monday through Friday at 5.30 a.m. right here on WAVA. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. So I invested in one of those fancy new exercise bikes. Without a doubt, a very special tool to help me get healthier. The problem is three days go by, then four, and I've done nothing. And then it's night five, and I'm sitting at the kitchen table, and I look down at myself, and I can't help but just laugh. Because there I am, wearing the exercise t-shirt that came with the bike, 
and I'm eating two corn dogs. I think we'd all agree the special tool only matters if we use it to our benefit. At United Faith Mortgage, we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions. There's no middleman. And often, this allows us to get you a better rate on your refinance or new home purchase, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Dot or corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Today is Tough Topic Tuesday, and we're talking about the right to vote, but specifically for non-citizens. You know, last week, New York became the largest city to give non-citizens the right to vote in local elections. I say no. I say it's not a good idea, and I'm saying convince me otherwise. I don't always give you my direct thoughts, but I'm giving you my direct position right now because I want you to convince me otherwise if you disagree with me. And if you agree with me, then call and let me know you agree. But, again, this is not necessarily a Christian issue. It's just a tough topic. It's in the culture. And, um, you know, again, we're not talking illegal citizens, okay? We're talking about non Citizens Like my wife, right, Amber, who I met in college at Moody Bible Institute, she was a non-citizen. She had a green card. She's legally here, okay, adopted by a Christian American family. She got saved and went to Moody in Chicago. And uh, we fell in love and got married. So I married a, an immigrant who wasn't a U.S. citizen. Now, a few years later, guess what? She uh, took the test, stood in line, did all of that, and I went with her into Baltimore, Maryland, lifted her hand up, and she said the vow, and she became a U.S. citizen. So at that point... I think she has the right to vote, and she should exercise it, okay? But I have other people who I love dearly, and I think they should have all the rights and all the benefits of living here. But, you know, they may work for a a company here or whatever. They come from uh, Canada or from Europe or from Cuba or whatever. I think they ought to enjoy every benefit of living here legally. But I would just say... You can't, you can't vote until you become an American citizen. And if you decide not to, that's okay, too. You don't have to become an American citizen. I'll go on to say in my position, if I go to Ghana and I decide to live there, you know, I return to Africa and I'm going to live in Ghana or Nigeria, let's just say I do that. No problem. I can live there for the next 20 years of my life, and I think I should be able to enjoy all the benefits of West Africa, Ghana, and, and Nigeria, but not vote. Now, if I, if I say, you know what, I'm going to become a citizen of Ghana. Well, then I feel like I should be able to now vote in their elections. Well, I want to know what you think. And just to clarify before I go back to the phone lines, uh, that it, we're not talking about federal elections. And we're not talking about statewide elections. We're talking about local uh, local elections, school boards, uh, mayor, uh, county executive, things of that sort. Okay? And nine cities in, Mer- in, in Maryland uh, have allowed uh, non-citizens to vote in their municipalities. Barnesville, Chevy Chase, Sectors 3 and 5, Garrett Park, Glen Echo, Hyattsville, Martin's Additions, uh, Mount Rainier, Riverdale, Somerset, and Tacoma Park. What do you think about it? Give me a call. 888-432-7434. You agree with me or disagree? I want to hear from you. Let's start with uh, Washington, D.C., where Richard is on the line. Hi, Richard. It's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Hi, Dr. I'm finding yourself, sir. Hey, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hang- ha- hanging with me. What do you think? I happen to agree with you. There's an issue with that because there's no quality 
quality control. The reason you do get a green card, so we exactly know what's who's who and what's going on. Okay. But the interesting part is I've talked to a lot of immigrants who went through the process yeah. and got their citizenship, yeah. and they say, why should they come here and get a waiver? That's right. not fair to them and all the people before them. And most importantly, all the people here in America who died to get that vote. Right. Okay, there's a good That's point. Nobody brought that up uh, today yet. So that was my point, sir. Yeah, and that's that's actually a really good one. Thank you for making it, okay? All right, sir. Have a great day. Blessings to you. I mean, I think that's what John Lewis was talking about for a lot of this. You know, just the voting rights. So many of our forefathers from, from my uh, African-American heritage put a lot of blood, real blood, sweat, tears, uh, their lives on the line to get that privilege uh, privilege to vote at, at every level. But, again, uh, convince me otherwise. Uh, so far, a few of you agree with me. Uh, a few of you disagree with me. And uh, if you disagree, that's cool. Uh, get, help help convince me. To br- bring me to your side. Before you know it, by the end of the show, I'm going to be like, all non-citizens should be able to vote <laughs> on the school board and the local elections. I want to hear from you. 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, Rockville, Maryland's in the house. I've got Paul, who's on the line. Hey, Paul, it's Dr. Anderson. How you Hello, doing? I'm well, sir. How are you today? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Sure. Well, hey, I'm a um, very interesting topic, very important topic. And I'm glad uh, you just made a clarification uh, at the top of this segment that I think is crucially important. Because I actually was calling in to make that clarification. But okay. it's crucially important to know that uh, these uh, municipalities, these local entities um, that have granted voting rights to non-citizens are only for local right. elections. So That's right. people should have the misimpression that, um, you know, non-citizens are voting for congressman mm-hmm. or senator or president or any other federal office. So right. really, I think it's like mayor, like you said, mayor, yeah. city council, maybe school board, man or whatever. Yeah. Dog catcher. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know, right. Whatever. That's right. So do you, th- you do, you, vote for- do you think they should be allowed to vote at that level, or would you say would you agree with me and say, nah, not even that level until you become a citizen? You know, Dr. David, I think that it would be a reflection of whatever community, what, the values of that community where they live. So if, for instance, Tacoma Park, Maryland, where I grew up, um, you know, if the people of Tacoma Park feel like they want to include non-citizens in voting for local officials, Hey, so be it. I mean, I don't have a okay. strong feeling one way or the other because we know, okay. and this is crucially important, that it's not going to be for federal right. um, or okay. even, as you said, it's not even like state senator, state delegate. So, hey, if, okay. I think it sends a nice message. Uh, but I actually have one other point I want to make, Dr. David, if that's okay. Sure. And that is uh, the word, the use of the word illegal to describe non-citizens. Uh-huh. I, it really bothers me. Because what's a better what's a better all, term? From, Undocumented, maybe. Uh, non non citizen is fine, but, but illegal, as we know, is an adjective and not a right. noun. Uh, a thing can be illegal, an sure. action can be illegal. A uh-huh. person, okay, made God's image, can never be illegal, and I don't think we should ever refer to a person as being uh, illegal. It's just dehumanizing, and you know, it's so maybe undoc maybe time, undocumented, think, because non citizens can be either here legally. 
or not here legally. So maybe I'll think about a better way to say that. Cause I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. I hadn't heard that before. But let me pause. Let me pause and ponder that, my friend. Thank you for uh, sh- putting that forth. Okay. Pleasure. God bless you, brother. Blessings back at you, Paul. I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the second half of my show, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Is it wet out there? Do you find that your basement is smelling damp or or nasty? Or what about uh, your roof? Are you sure that it's not going to be leaking in the attic and you don't even know about it? Check out Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. That's bestbuywaterproofing.com. Give them a call. Tell them that you're one of Dr. Anderson's listeners so they can give you the hookup. Now is the time. Here's my here's their number. 844-980-3707. You get it? The messages are powerful. Awesome. I'm gonna check them out. Yes, their online services are amazing. The worship is incredible. We're talking biblical messages. They're practical. They have creative elements too, you know, like dances and dramas. It's really captivating and relevant. Wow. Now, what about my kids? Children's program, awesome. Our daughter can't wait to get online every Sunday. How often do you hear that? Wow, that sounds great. Tell you what, they're live on Facebook and YouTube every Sunday. Which do you use? Facebook. Okay, cool. So I'm going to set up a watch party Sunday at 10 o'clock. Be there. I'll send you a reminder. We'll watch together. We'll set up a watch party. I think you've got a deal. I'll be there on Facebook at 10 o'clock Sunday morning. Search for Bridgeway Community Church on Facebook and YouTube every Sunday at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and noon. Or just go to bridgeway.cc. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 3 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Real talk with Dr. David Anderson. Convince me otherwise, non-citizens, should they have the right to vote? Paul says, you know, let the community, the local community make that choice. I think that that's an interesting way of looking at it. So uh, maybe you're convincing me otherwise for at least allowing the community to, to think it through. So it may not be true all across, uh, but if that community thinks that it's uh, a benefit, then maybe so. 
so thank you, Paul. Also, uh, don't use the term illegal immigrant. All right. I like I like that. Thank you. So uh, me and my team were talking uh, during the break. So how about undocumented immigrant? Does that work? Undocumented immigrant? So non-citizens can be either uh, legally in this country or not legally in this country. We're talking today not about undocumented immigrants. We're talking about documented non-citizens, people that are here um, who are not U.S. American citizens, but they are residents here. They've been residents here. Like they're here legally. They have all the paperwork, and they've been, they've been here from Cuba for uh, 15, 20 years. Uh, and I'm saying uh, that uh, they still should not be able to vote uh, locally until they or if they become a citizen, because maybe they don't want to become a citizen. And I may go to Canada and work for a company there and uh, be there for 10 years. I should have all the benefits of living in Canada, but I should I feel like I shouldn't be able to vote. Uh, that's like the one thing. Like, I should become a Canadian citizen if I want the right to vote. Anyway, that's been kind of my position, and I want you to convince me otherwise. Tell me you agree or disagree, okay? So that's where we are in case you're just joining us. Let's go to Dunkirk. I think that's in Maryland uh, with Jimmy, who's on the line. Hi, Jimmy. It's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Hello, Dr. Anderson. It's a privilege to talk with you. Oh, the privilege is mine. So do you agree with me or disagree with me on this one, Jimmy? I agree with you that uh, they shouldn't be allowed to vote. I don't, I mean, where do you draw the line? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm for it. If you want to better your life and stuff, then come. And I think that we should make it easier for you to become a citizen. That's here. true. But if you say, well, let's allow the uh, undocumented or citizens to vote, well, then next year, can they run for office? You know, where does it stop? Right, right. I so, mean, you know. But they're documented, though. These ones would be, the, the people we're talking about now would be documented immigrants, just not U.S. citizens. What do you think about well, correct. that? And like to your point, what is the motivation of them even becoming a U.S. citizen? Correct. That's I mean, where I, I appreciate am. Every, yeah. So, I mean, I'm all for them uh, becoming citizens. And I think that the immigration problem that we have here now is because they don't want to get to work and do what it takes to make it easier for someone to become a citizen. I yes. mean, it wasn't that long ago. All you had to do was arrive on a boat, and, you know, register, and I think they it's did been some a major kind of fingerprint, or and that was it. Well, it's been a major I mean, issue, you know. the whole immigration thing. No doubt about that. We ought to have comprehensive immigration reform. But in the meantime, just right now, folk that have been here, great folk, folk that are part of my church and family and friends, um, Mine too. you know, I think they should enjoy everything. Every beautiful thing we have here, because they're here uh, and they're documented and they're, you know, it's all legal for them to be here. But I'm just saying, look, we can eat together, we can sing together, we can worship together. But look, if you want to vote, then go ahead and uh, start that process. <laughs> well, I agree with you, Dr. Anderson, but I think we look behind too many other doors and stuff. But I mean, you say, if they say that, you know, let's just say uh, that they can vote in a local election. Well, we all know what the poll places look like on election days and who's to say they're not going to vote in a presidential election and stuff i mean is there two different voting cards right. i've never well, seen one like that so i mean well i mean but there, there can be a vote if you want to be a citizen be a citizen yeah but there can be a vote for like let's say the school board for instance you know even that yeah right. but um but still uh i'm i'm with you on it thank you for calling i wrote it down because i'm going to kind of count them all up for the end of the show okay well, have a blessed day. Hey, you too, Mr. Jimmy. Uh, Takim is in Bowie, Maryland. Let's see if we can catch Takim. Hi, Takim. Welcome. 
Thank you, sir. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you for calling. What do you think? I agree with you. I don't think that they should have that uh, unless they go through the process of obtaining, you know, legal citizenship or citizenship. Right. Uh, just as others who have went through that process there. Like my wife. Have obtained, yes. She went through the process. Yes. Mm-hmm. But to just say, hey, because I contributed, I mean, we still have people here today who are born here and still don't have the legal right to vote. So. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Takim, thank you so much, okay? Thank you. Have a blessed day. Bless you back, my friend. Let's see what Max has to say. Max is in King George, Virginia. Hi, Max. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm good, Dr. Anderson. How are you doing? I'm alive and grateful. Do you feel passionate about this topic? What do you think? So I never really thought about it until you said it on your show, and I joined in late, so maybe I don't. Maybe someone already made this point. Okay. But uh, I personally believe that if you're living here and you're being taxed on the work that you do, that maybe you should get a say in local elections. On the local level where you are working, living, and being taxed. Right. But you know, listening to the other callers, maybe there should be more restrictions put in place so that it doesn't get abused. Right. But I mean my, my personal belief is that, you know, taxation without representation was a big a big thing that founded this country. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome and to Washington D C right? <laughs> yeah, I would definitely support the idea that someone who lives here pays taxes should get the right to vote. Gotcha. And the same uh regard to the previous caller like, I think that citizens shouldn't have their right to vote be revoked, um, like in the case of felons. I know that's a different topic. But, right, okay. Uh, Maybe I ought to go I down that road of that topic one day on uh, yeah. that one. <laughs> but So you would you would disagree with me. You would say if you're paying taxes, you're contributing, you should be able to vote for the school board. Your kids go to the, to the elementary or to the middle school, so why not, right? When you're a member of the community, why not be able mm-hmm. to have your voice be heard at right. that level? Right. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, I wrote it down. I got you, and I appreciate it. Thanks, Max. I appreciate you, too. Blessings to you. Let's go one more call in. Samata is in Landham, Maryland. Hi, Samata. How are you? Oh, um, I'm fine. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. I'm with, um, I'm, uh, um, I agree with you. Um, uh, um, non-citizens should not vote okay. because um, um, because the way I see this, this is another um, politically incorrect, uh, um, um, slippery slope. Mm, okay. You know that um, um, you know that it will, you know that if we are not careful, we're gonna be sorry tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Because um. Um, you know, because um, I've been listening, you know, some have been mentioning about um, um, people, I mean, them, I mean, I, I mean, um, um, residents, you know, paying their taxes. Right. Um, yes. I, I mean, I mean, yes, we should all pay our taxes. But that doesn't necessarily mean part, you can. I mean, it's all part of the process. doesn't mean you can buy your vote. That's for sure. Hey, listen, I got to run because I got this commercial. Thank you, Samada. I'll be right back.
I'm Michael Black from Lancaster Bible College Capital Seminary and Graduate School, Washington, D.C. If you want to continue your education in the new year, we can help. We offer master's degrees in divinity, ministry, Christian care and counseling, and a Ph.D. in biblical studies. Or take our undergraduate courses, evenings or online. Merry Christmas from LBC Capital. We pray your holiday season is filled with joy and peace. Connect with us at lbc.edu slash dc. Did you know that Big Lou can vaccinate your entire estate from the virus known as Uncle Sam? That's right. Big Lou and Term Provider have the only single-dose solution in town, a $1 million term life insurance policy. Yep, a $1 million term life insurance policy with no side effects. One call to Big Lou can lead to an entire estate vaccination that will provide 100% guaranteed protection against estate taxes and debt, even if you are a bit porky or have a splash of sugar diabetes. In fact, a 50-year-old male may qualify for half a million dollars of coverage for less than 100 bucks per month, a million for for less than 200 per month. Call Big Lou at Term Provider to get the service and price you deserve with zero side effects. Call 800-555-2085 right now. 800-555-2085. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He follows the science too. Call 800-555-2085 or visit BigLou.com. Big Lou doesn't give tax advice. My name is Dr. Boutros. My name is Dr. McWilliams. My name is Dr. Kimberly Middleton. When it comes to correcting progressive vein disease, experience counts. For over 35 years, Vein Clinics of America has been the leader in the minimally invasive treatment of varicose and spider veins. Contrary to popular belief, vein disease isn't just cosmetic. It can be a painful, serious medical condition. The sooner it's treated, the more we can reduce the chances of future symptoms. The doctors at Vein Clinics of America have performed over 1.5 million successful procedures. They're the experts in the treatment of progressive vein disease. All of our procedures are done right here in the office using the most advanced proven technology available. Often patients don't realize how much better their legs feel until we correct the problem. See the difference experience makes. See if you qualify for a free consultation. Medicare and most insurance is accepted. Call 800-538-6200. 800-538-6200. That's 800-538-6200. Doesn't really matter who you are, where you are, where you live. You have a 25 People reach a crisis moment and they don't see any other way out. Suicide is the fourth leading cause of death for people ages 25 to 34. People struggle with it every day. Hi, I'm Congressman David Trone. If you or your loved one struggles with their mental health, know you are not alone. Reach out for help and talk to someone. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters in this station. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. If you've been watching me on my socials, you can see behind me is the Open Theater. This is our main auditorium in our Columbia campus. And so if you ever want to worship with us, feel free to join us. Just go to bridgeway.cc and see when our services are. But it's a beautiful facility, as you can see if you're watching me online. Well, what a conversation we've had today, right? The right to vote for non-citizens. And I ask you to convince me otherwise. I say, no, uh, not a good idea. Um, Don't let non-citizens vote in local elections. And you tell me whether you agree with me or don't agree with me. And I'm saying it's awesome that 
people are here, like my wife, non-citizen for a while, but then she became a citizen, and, uh, you know, then she should be able to vote. And I feel like if you're not, then, baby, I love you, but uh, this is one benefit that you shouldn't have until you become a citizen. Now, do we need to uh, change our laws and make sure that citizenship, a comprehensive reform, can happen? Absolutely, yes. But we're not talking about federal or state-level elections. We're only talking about local elections, school boards, mayor, county executive. And so I have great people, great friends who are here from Canada, here from Cuba, been here for years, children born here, raised here. Uh, should they be able to vote locally? I'm just saying, no. Nah, I don't think so. No, 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 no. If I go to Canada and live there for 20 years, that's great. And I should enjoy all the benefits of Canada. But I shouldn't be able to vote until or if I choose not to become a citizen. So I, I wanted to know your thoughts. So guess what? You ready for the tally? All right. So how many people agreed with me and how many people disagree with me? Well, 60% of you agree with me. 40% of you disagree with me, and I have to say that, Paul, you almost changed me, okay? And so I'm still, I'm kind of leaning. I'm almost going to change my view now, Paul, because Paul says, let the local community choose. And if they believe that uh, that that community would be best served by allowing the people who are there, who've been there for a long time contributing and that sort of thing to, to have votes for the local school board or whatever, so be it. Uh, so anyway, it gives me something to think about. But I will tell you one thing, Paul, uh, and after c conversation with my team during the break, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my language. Thank you very much. So instead of saying illegal immigrants, right, since people are not illegal or illegal, we're going with undocumented immigrants. How's that? All right. So instead of calling people illegal, what they do is illegal. So, that, you know, but uh, if you come here, you're, you're undocumented. Right? Is that what we're saying? And what you're doing is illegal, but you're not illegal. Is that what you were saying? Okay, anyway, I do like undocumented, so there you go. It's better than illegal. I guess it is. All right. Well, what 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 a show, right? A lot of calls, a lot of, of thoughts, and it gives you something to think about because, again, last week, New York City became the largest city to give non-citizens, not, Ill, not illegal or undocumented citizens, the right to vote in local elections, and even in nine Maryland counties. Maryland uh, municipalities, and uh, it's happening across the country. So you're going to see more of this. This is not going to go away. So you might as well start to get your thoughts together. Uh, and for those of you that do have non-citizens in Maryland voting, here's the one thing out of those nine areas. They're all in Montgomery County. <laughs> what does that say? What's up, Montgomery County? All right. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you for the wonderful opportunity you give us to be a citizen of your kingdom and to be legal and documented as long as what? We trust Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. There's still a condition there, and we thank you, God, that you've opened the door so all of us can be a part of your kingdom by faith. What is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.